It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing The Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChapaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Skull Search, where we're going to talk not just about one player anymore. We're going to talk about two, and that is Alabama edge rusher Dallas Turner, Washington edge rusher Braylon Trice. Two different types of players and two different like ranking profiles for them as far as where they're going to go in the NFL draft. How do I see them? Am I as high on Dallas Turner as the rest of the industry? What about Braylon Trice? Where does he rank? And was it a smart decision for him to come back to school for one more season? We're going to find that out on a special Friday afternoon edition of Skull Search. Real Porno Show. Hosted by Tyler Bornis, the managing editor of USA Today's Vikings Wire, writer for the College Football Network, publisher of Substack Run In Shooter, host of The Good, The Bad, and The Hungry on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network, as well as a founding member of Vikings First and Skull. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Skull Search. I'm your host, Tyler Fornis. With me, as always, is producer Dave up in the top right corner. Look, we have two players to get to, and it's noon on a Friday. We're not going to waste any time. Let's jump right into it. We're going to start with Dallas Turner, the Alabama edge rusher. He has been mocked to the Vikings quite a bit over the course of the last six weeks. And as everybody knows, I do a mocked draft tracker uh, talking about how many times industry experts are picking these players. So, Dallas Turner has been mocked to the Vikings already 15 times out of the 133 mock drafts I've collected through Sunday, February 11th. 
next Monday. Every Monday morning, you will have a new mock draft tracker released from me. And that will show you quite a bit as far as what the industry is seeing. And my database is available online as well. And you can kind of see how often players are picked each week. And you can see how, oh, people are starting to watch this guy now. Or people are, are believing in him more or believing in him less. And it's cool to see that kind of development throughout the course of the draft process. And you can kind of see those ebbs and flows. So Dallas Turner is a very interesting one, especially because he's back to the Vikings 15 times. So we should talk about him. Uh, so he's a third year junior, former five-star recruit. Uh, he came from St. Thomas Aquinas, which that school also produced Nick and Joey Bosa. Uh, really power program out of the state of Florida. Six foot four, 242 pounds. Uh, 32 and a half tackles for loss, 22 and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. I watched Texas Ole Miss and LSU, three of the better offenses that they faced this past year, including Texas and LSU, who their left tackles could end up being the top tackle in the 2025 NFL draft. So I thought that was important. Let's talk about the strengths. Okay. He's just, he just looks like an edge rusher. You can kind of see in the picture there that Dave has, he is number 15. He just looks like a guy who's going to rush around the edge. And that's what he does. Uh, He generates power relatively easily and has good hand placement to drive back blockers. You want to be able to get like right into the armpits and the shoulders. And he does a good job punching there. Uh, He does have some pass rush moves in his arsenal. Speed to power is the obvious one, considering we talked about his strength and his hand placement. Uh, He can do the push pull, which uh, is literally as simple as that. You push the offensive line to get him off balance a little bit. Then you pull him to his side so you can get around. Uh, He can do the long arm, which as you can tell, he's kind of got some binds. I'm really intrigued to see what he measures at the combine. Would not shock me if he got up to 34, but he's probably going to be around 33 and a half would be my guess. And club rip. So he does a good job setting the edge with that physicality element and that strength. Uh, He can hold the offensive tackle relatively easily, prevent the runner from getting upfield around the edge and making forcing them back into uh, his teammates so they can get the tackle. Like that's when you're setting the edge in the run game. That's what you want to do. You want to force them to the people. You don't want to let them get fully outside of your frame. You want, if you want to force them outside, you're forcing them straight to the sidelines. You don't want them to, to bend around the edge and be able to get upfield. So he does a really good job of setting that edge. And he also has some versatility to his game. Uh, kind of think of, <clears throat> for a comparison point, Daniel Hunter, how Mike Zimmer would use Daniel Hunter everywhere, stand him up inside that Saints game in the playoffs, the double A gap pressure look with him and Everson Griffin. Turner can do a lot of that. And you can move him around and really try to take advantage of some matchups. If you notice the left guard kind of stinks, just throw him over left guard as a stand-up rusher and just let him go to town. That's that's the kind of versatility you're going to get. He has the ability to kind of do a little bit of everything. I would like him to gain a little bit more muscle mass. 240 is not a great weight for an edge rusher. You'd like that to be 255, 260. But not all body types are created equal. Because he is as strong as he is, I think it's less of an issue than it would be for somebody we're going to talk about in the future in Kansas. Kansas is Austin Booker, who's 240, but he's a lean 240, and he needs to build up that play strength. Turner has the play strength already, so you're going to be a little bit less concerned overall. I would, however, I would want him to gain a little bit more mass and be able to do a little bit more along with 
be stronger because that muscle mass is going to improve his strength. One thing that's going to be interesting, and we're going to have a big announcement here coming up soon about the NFL Combine. Dave and I discussed it this morning. We're really, really excited about it. The one thing that's going to be interesting is he's expected to test like a freak of nature at the Combine. If he does, it's going to lend credence to all those people who have him very highly in their rankings. But I don't. I don't have him high in my rankings. So let's talk about why. He does a good job with power, but he struggles to get into the blocker sometimes, which is a little bit of a surprise considering how much length I perceive that he has. I think he's got those 33 and a half, 34 inch arms, but length from offensive line gives him a lot of trouble. And that Texas game really emphasized that Kelvin Banks, left tackle, true sophomore. He looks the part of an NFL left tackle. And when he gets locked up, he kind of just loses it. He doesn't really have a great pass rush plan in itself. I don't really see a lot of counters. I don't see him like, oh, this one's not working. I need to change my strategy on the fly. It's kind of like, oh, uh, it didn't work. Uh, what do I do now? Kind of thing. And you know what? For a 20, 21-year-old edge rusher, you know what? That's fine. You can learn and develop that because you there. it's a lot of technique. And you can fix that technique. But it's a concern nonetheless. So when he gets locked up, there's just no answer. And he's can struggle to shed blocks, especially against length. And because he is a little bit longer, you know what? Maybe that won't be as big of an issue in the NFL because he has length himself, but it's something that needs to be pointed out, needs to be mentioned. And we have to have that conversation. So he is a really good athlete, but he's not a bendy guy. And he's a, he's a very powerful style rusher, but without the bend and that kind of athleticism, it's just going to limit his ability to win. It's going to, it's one less trick out of the bag. So like baseball players, one of the things you talk about, and especially if you see Moneyball, they talk about a lot because Billy Bean was a five tool player. And that means you can hit field run, um, hit with, uh, so you not just hit, hit with power, hit with accuracy. And then I can't remember what the fifth one is, but I'm also not a baseball guy. Oh, throw. Yeah. So if you can do all five of those things, you're a special player. You're happy if you get two or three of them. But if you got five, that's how you become a guy like Barry Bonds. Like Barry Bonds is one of the best baseball players of all time. Even, even the pre steroid stuff. He was already on a hall of fame trajectory. The dude was nuts. And he stole nearly as many bases as he hit home runs. That's absurd. And that that's the kind of thing like when you talk about a Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett would be a five tool player because he's big. He weighs like 275 pounds and he can bend around the edge with the best of them and he can win with power. He can win with finesse. He can win with speed. He can win doing anything he wants because he's a special player. But if you don't have one of those elements, if you don't have that bend, it's just going to limit your overall impact and effectiveness because it's going to take one thing out of the offensive tackles mind. Like, Oh, he can't beat me by bending around the edge. So then you get, you can play a little bit differently. And because you can play a little bit differently, it then makes you stronger and in a better position to be able to handle some of those pass rush moves and counters, because it's one less thing. The offensive line has to think about thinking is bad in football. It sounds really weird to say thinking is for the sidelines. The second you get out there, it's about reacting and doing. 
Because if you have to think, all of a sudden, uh, uh, the defensive lineman's already by you. All of a sudden, the receiver's already past you and it's a touchdown. Or all of a sudden, hey, you're sacked. Thinking is not for being on the football field. It is for the week prior, the preparation, and the play calling, pre-snap. But you don't think once the ball is snapped. You just got to go and react, and you have to trust your instincts based on everything you've learned. So You want it to be subconscious when... Uh, defensive end is rushing. He's got particular reads and particular steps, but it all needs to be subconscious in his brain that, you know, right step forward, look right, left step, look left, scan the backfield, come on inside to the guards Mm -hmm. all the time with defending if the tackle's already starting to engage, defending that where he wants to set up on the tackle, to defeat the tackle with a punch to the shoulder to move him off or to power up through him and get him off balance. It all has to be subconscious Mm -hmm. by the time he gets there. Subconscious is the perfect word for it. And if you don't have one of those elements, it, it just makes it more difficult. Um, He has multiple pass rush moves on tape, but the only one that's really developed is that speed to power where he just tries to drive the uh, offensive lineman back and look, he's an athletic, talented edge rusher prospect. It's not crazy. Like it like Daniel Hunter wasn't developed at all coming out of LSU and look at him now. So this is a guy that you might want to take a shot at. But the problem is, you're probably gonna have to take this guy who's raw and not developed in the top fifteen, not in round three. I'd feel more comfortable taking this guy in round two, and that's where I have him ranked as Dave's gonna pull up those numbers. I gave him a high second round grade, and I think that's a really fair mark. He's got ability. He's got athleticism, but he does not have the development to be at that top level. Like Laiatu Latu, I thought was incredibly developed with his hands, with his technique. And that's why I gave him a, a relatively high grade in the, uh, I think it was like 87.5. Turner's not that for me. And it's not to say he's a bad player or a bad prospect, but He's just not a great prospect and it's hard to be a great prospect because you need to have so many things go your way, but he's got the, the size, the length, the the physical ability. Well, we'll see. We will see. I genuinely don't know if that's the case, if he'll develop at the, at the next level, but I'm weary of taking him at 11. I'm worried of, weary of taking him at 20. Like, especially when you have like, I'm not the biggest Jared verse fan, but verse I like, I think, yeah, I think he's a good football player. I also think he's relatively capped out, but he's still a first round player. I I'd feel comfortable taking him at 20 or 25, a lot more comfortable than Dallas Turner, because I just see Turner as I see him with big boss potential. That doesn't mean he will. Every player you take is a calculated risk and you have to calculate if the risk is worth it. Like that's part of the deal. You have to have that conversation. I don't know if he's worth it. And Delton, he's, he doesn't really play coverage. He looks comfortable enough dropping like Daniel Hunter looks comfortable enough dropping. Like if you need to run a zone blitz and have him drop, Hey, he'll, he'll be okay. But yeah, I'm just not the biggest Dallas Turner guy. Uh, Do you have any thoughts on him, Dave? No, I do not. <clears throat> Other than he looks up. good in red. 
Oh, yeah, he does. Let's go but up to the Pacific the, the size, Northwest. The size scares me on him. I'm not worried about it because he's got power, and it, it showed up consistently. Yeah, but, all right, put him in front of <clears throat> Brian O'Neill or Kristen Darisol. Who wins? Well, right now, both of those guys, but they're also multi, multiple years in their NFL career. Like I'm saying yes. he can hold up against really good offensive linemen, and he did in the SEC. We're like we're talking like the top level of college football. I'm not saying he's going to come in and win every single rep, but I think he can come in and be successful with that power element. Like I, I would per, still prefer for him to add about ten pounds of muscle, but he's not coming in as a skinny two hundred forty pounds. He's coming in as a well proportioned and built two hundred forty pounds, and to me, that's the big difference. The number doesn't match the play. Gotcha. You still want a little bit more, but then the play is capable enough in that element where I'm comfortable with it. Hmm. Sounds like a tweener of some sort to me, but anyways, okay. Let's move on though, Dave. We are going to go to the Pacific Northwest. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Braylon Trice, Washington edge rusher. He stayed one more year to help Washington potentially win the national championship. And they came very close, finishing second to the Michigan Wolverines. 6'4", 260 pounds, a fifth-year senior. He was a former three-star recruit. He got 20 and a half tackles for loss, 18 sacks. I watched three high-profile games of his. USC, Utah, and Texas from this past year. Trice is not going to win being a super hyper-athlete. That's not his game. Um, he, But he does use a lot of technique really well. He's got very active hands. He's got good placement and power with him. He can drive offensive tackles back quickly from the from that punch and has the and has the power to be able to drive them backward once they get off balance. I Trice is interesting. Uh, but he's also he's not the bendy guy either. And that is gonna limit some of those effectiveness. He doesn't waste his movements. Um, he can he attacks blockers with a really cohesive pass rush plans. When his opening move doesn't work, he has a counter ready to go. And that kind of technique is really nice to see because you don't see a lot of college edge rushers ready to go with those counters because a lot of times college edge rushers can win being an athlete. And that's, that can be scary when you project forward. And I've had this conversation about guys like Michael Vick and Kyler Murray, because there, there have been reports. Oh, those guys don't watch film. They never needed to. And that can be a really difficult part. And I can kind of relate. Like when I was in school, like I guess this is a little bit of a humble brag. School came really easy to me. I never had to study. I basically 
was lazy and I got it like a 3.65 GPA in high school and went off to college. And the second I needed to study, I was screwed. I didn't know what to do because, well, I never had to study. And because I never had to study, I never learned how. And then once I needed to learn how, well, I struggled. I struggled big time. And I'm not saying it's a one-to-one with guys who are hyper athletes, but guys who are hyper athletes can just win being themselves. They don't actually have to do anything else. They can just be hyper athletes and being able to learn that technique helps take those guys to another level. And Trice has that where he's already able to take some of those things to the next level because he has the cohesive pass rush playing with counters. He's got multiple moves at his disposal. And because he can attack offensive linemen in a myriad of ways, it keeps them off balance a little bit because if you are going to go to the outside, you could take one hard step to the outside and then just swim around, go inside. And all of a sudden, boom, you're at the quarterback. So having a myriad of moves makes a really big, big impact here. Um, This is an interesting question from Tom. Do the Vikings need an edge more than a defensive tackle? They need guys on the front and take guys that are good. So I'm not going to say that one is more important than the other. They need them both. So if you are sitting in a position where you can have a defensive tackle or an edge, just ask yourself this question. Who's better? Just take the better guy. It, I don't think either one is necessarily more important for the Vikings to focus on. They need them both and they need to figure it out. They need some pass one. rush. And mm-hmm. whoever provides that, if you can find a defensive tackle on the inside that can provide it, like there's plenty of examples out there that could do that, you get, and he's better than the edges you've got available there, take him because getting to the quarterback from the inside is a lot quicker than getting from the outside. So they're both valuable. And we're going to need some edges, however, because we may not have any. I shouldn't say that. We'll have two, Patrick Jones and Andre Carter, but that may mm-hmm. be it. So we're going to need to take somebody. Now, when it comes to who do you draft first, you, if it's interior defensive lineman versus edge, you take the better of the two. That's simple. Mm-hmm. But they've, they've got to be able to pass rush. The interior defensive guy could be an awesome guy, but if he can't pass rush, he's got to be way above that edge because – for me to take him because pass rushing is so important. Yeah, it is. And that's why I'm I'm not going to say one is more important for the Vikings to target than the other, but who's, who's there? The, yeah. Who's, who's better. Just take the better football player. That's all I want. Just take good football players. Uh, one thing that's really interesting about Trice, we're going to talk about his lack of Ben here in a little bit, but he's got a very quick reaction off the ball and he can beat tackles around the edge. You don't have to have a ton of bend to beat tackles around the edge. If you have the quick get off, that works too. That makes an impact. That makes a difference. So getting a quick uh, jump off the ball can help you really get that pressure initially. Okay. Um, Let's talk about some weaknesses because he's not a perfect prospect. There is only one perfect prospect ever. And his name is Timothy Tebow. Um, so <laughs> there that was waiting for the laugh. Um, he, he gets a little too aggressive crashing and run defense. And this is something that can really be an issue for uh, defensive linemen who 
are really keened in on brushing the passer. That you get a little, you crash too hard. You can get beat on RPOs. Yes, Odie, I hear you. We're almost done, buddy. Okay? Yeah, he doesn't like cool. him that. No, crash yeah, he wants me disciplined. He wants me to throw his zombie. Um, I don't even know where his zombie is. Where is it, buddy? See, this is his zombie. It is a squeaker toy, but the <laughs> the squeaker is pretty much dead. But you can still hear some of the air come out of it. He loves that thing. Uh, but because he gets a little too aggressive and he, he's keen in too much on rushing the passer, you can take advantage of him. And he's going to have to learn to play a little bit more controlled, a little bit more within himself. And that also can impact his ability as a finisher. So many times on his film, I saw him get, get a pass rush rep and he just over pursues and doesn't stay controlled and just gets too aggressive and he misses the sack. And the quarterback evades him with a little, with relatively easily. Like those things can be fixed at the next level. And I want to see those things fixed because he's getting to the quarterback. He got to finish. Pressures are more important than sacks. But when you have a pressure and the ability to convert and you don't, that sucks. That sucks, man. Um, Trice does lack the elite bend, as we've talked about. Um, higher end tackles with like really good length will be able to take advantage of this when he's rushing to the outside. Guys like Christian Darrison and Trent Williams, who are just hyper athletes who can get off the ball really quickly and easily, they'll be able to stop him from going around the bend. And to me, that's a little bit worrisome as far as his projection, which is why he's lower on these rankings than somebody else. Uh, he can also get a little, little difficult with leverage. He likes to play a little too high upright. So pad level an offensive defensive line. Your coaching staff will always tell you low man wins. Why does low man win? Low man has the leverage. Low man is this zombie right here. And so the low man, you're able to really get underneath the armpits and push up. And when you push up, that limits the amount of power and explosiveness that the, the blocker or the defensive lineman that you are blocking can really exude because their base is compromised because of how you're, how you're attacking them and how you're like raising them up. Uh, anybody who's ever seen a football movie and you see those, uh, uh, those sleds where the lineman you push forward and then straight up. And it's like, you hear that clicking sound when the, the goes straight up. That's what you need to do. And Trice plays a little too high and is susceptible to being stacked and losing all that power and momentum. So he needs to learn to play with a little bit lower pad level. Where does most of that power come from? Legs. Look, you want to have a strong punch. You want to have a strong upper body, but baby, you better hit the weight room and you better hit leg day. Legs Mm -hmm. is where everything comes from. You want to know why the tush push is so effective? Jalen Hurts squats 600 plus pounds. Look, that offensive line is great. They have great technique in executing the tush push, but you know what? That leg drive, from the quarterback pushing forward. That is what matters. That is the difference maker. So you got to have that leg strength. Now let's talk about the overall grade for Trice. I gave him a mid second. I think drafting him at around like 50, 55, I think is a really fair spot for him. Look, he's a talented football player, but there are some real issues. I think he's better technically than a lot of other players in this class. He has multiple moves at his disposal and he knows how to counter. You see a counter is one of his high 
highest marks on here. I actually think it's higher than that 13.1 ad for size, length, and quickness burst. Look, he he can really take advantage of you by setting you up. Now, oh, you think a spin move's coming? Well, guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna speed to power your butt, and because you're gonna be sliding out with that kick step to try and uh, get that, sp- that swim move or spin move, and I'm just gonna uh, like push you right back into the backfield. Like he can do some of those things, and I think that kind of technique for an older prospect is really nice. You're gonna get more of a defined finish product with Braylon Trice than you would be with the Dallas Turner. But the upside with Turner is a lot more than Trice. So you have to be willing when you're having conversations in the war room, in the draft room, what do we want to do? Do we want the more defined player? Or do we want the super high upside? But it may take us a long time to get there. What's your preference going to be? That's going to be the question that GMs have to ask themselves when they're having these conversations. I think Jared Verse has a higher upside than Braylon Trice, but he's more of a finished product too than a lot of people want to admit. And... I just released a mock draft for Vikings wire talking about Jared verse. And if the Vikings are going to go for a win now mode, which was the theme of my mock drafts, all of my Viking centric mock drafts have a theme and we like to explore situations. This one, what if they just want to win now and everything they're doing is going to be to win in 2024. That's why I picked Jared verse because I think he can go on the field right now. He could get you eight to nine sacks and he could be a really quality player on all three downs. The ceiling is not quite there for me, but you could win on all three, uh, three downs consistently and you could make a real impact as a rookie. Trice, I think would do so at a little bit of a lesser level. Cause I just don't think he's quite the athlete, but it wouldn't shock me if he was like a 75th or 80th percentile athlete, but he's not going to be like that 90 95th that a lot of teams are really trying to covet these days. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing limiting him from being great at the next level. And he's just going to be good. But that, Dave, that is Braylon Trice and Dallas Turner. Two good pass rushers. And I think Turner's overrated by the industry right now. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens at the combine. Maybe I need to kind of revisit some of, and I will, uh, if I see combine testing just so I can get something proven, whether good or bad, I'll go back and kind of readjust some of my rankings. But I think he's a little overvalued right now because I just don't think he's developed. And then Trice, I think is pretty developed, but you just have a limited ceiling. So what's your poison? Who would you like more? Uh, That's a great question. I think I'd take Trice at the price over Dallas Turner at his. (laughs) I see what you did there. Uh, That wasn't even intentional, which is what makes it cool. Uh, I would take Trice at 42 before I would take Turner at 11. And a lot of that is just the uh, just the cost of doing business. I would rather get a different player at 11 and then Trice at 42 than vice versa. But we'll see. We'll see. There's, there's a lot of talent in this draft. We're going to keep talking about him here on Skull Search. Next week, for sure, we're going to talk Caleb Williams. We're going to talk Caleb Williams next week. Norsea said it's quarterback time. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure what the other one or two will be, but we have a long laundry list and Dave and I will figure it out and we will communicate as we know. But as we do with all these skull searches, we tell you the only way to know we're going live on them is to like subscribe and ring the bell because we go live when we can. And we don't have a set time or date for these things because yesterday we were going to do it last night. 
but I was out at a, a business happy hour talking with the score North crew. So you're going to have to like subscribe, ring the bell. And that's how you know you're going to go live. And you know what? Even if you can't join live, that's okay. Because you know what you can do? Watch it on demand. And or listen to the podcast version. Yep. Yes, absolutely. And don't forget, Sunday afternoon, four o'clock, the first Sunday edition of Two All Bloggers since before the season started. You will not want to miss it. And don't forget we all everything guest. we have on track. Yes, Dave has a special guest planned. I won't spoil it, but I will say this combine week. We are going to go live after each day of the combine. And we are going to talk about the happenings of each day, why things do or don't matter. And we're going to have a dang good time. Mm -hmm. Should be fun. And that's covering what happens on the field. The guys in their underwears, their measurements, everything that goes on there, the interviews, the rumors, the speculation, who rises, who falls. How does it change how you feel about players you like going to the Minnesota Vikings? Now, there was one comment that flew by in this show I want to highlight. Our okay. partner on the podcast side, Justin Day, is four sub- hey. subscribers away from 1,000 over on Purple and Gold for Days. If you know somebody that hasn't already subscribed and likes good Vikings content, send him over to Purple and Gold for Days. And let's get Justin over that 1,000 milestone. That opens a lot on YouTube once you get there. So please, everybody, remember, just four more subscriptions to purple and gold for days, and let's get Justin over the hump. Do it, do it, do it. That'll be it today, guys. We'll be back next week with more skull searches, as we said, guaranteeing Caleb Williams next week. We're Ooh. also going to have some interesting talks on the Minnesota Vikings on the Real Forno Show. And we'll also, at, Dave and I need to discuss this, we'll also have a bonus episode with a, a foot surgeon talking about Kirk Cousins Achilles and what that rehab looks like and what we can expect for a timetable if and when he ends up coming back to the Minnesota Vikings or just an answer in free agency. So we're going to have a a lot of interesting stuff coming up. I'm Dave or I'm Tyler, he's Dave, and I need to go <laughs> take a nap because we're going to skull Vikings here. Skull Vikings. Like subscribe and ring the bell to get notifications. It helps us grow this community that we all love our Minnesota Vikings. And on behalf of Tyler Fornis and myself, Dave Stefano, thank you so dearly for watching The Real Forno Show. Skull, everyone! It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production, part of the Fans First Sports Network.